0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic Basketball. Here's Franz, using a Carter screen, turns the corner,
1: gets to the rim and, the
0: hand hand and <laughs> Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981.
2: Picked off by Suggs, he lobs it for Wendell, swooping in for the two-handed down. Anthony's ahead of the pack, he'll throw this one with the left. Out the town. Anthony putting on the show. now here's your host
3: Jake Chapman welcome in it's magic drive time we're presented by international diamond center Jake Chapman Tyler Karen here with you Thursday December 22nd the magic winners last night in Houston 116 110 the final score three and one on that four game road trip and now it's home we'll see the San Antonio Spurs tomorrow night at Amway Center seven o'clock tip pregame at 6.30 on TV and on radio, and uh, then a couple days off for the holidays. It'll be the Lakers in on December 27th. We bring Tyler Karen in now. He was with me on the call last night. Uh, Tyler, you're down six after one. You're down 10 at halftime last night, but felt like a game. The Magic came out maybe a little flat, and Houston was knocking down shots, whether it was Green or Porter Jr. in that first half. Uh, Franz Wagner starts 0-3 from the field. He then goes 8-10 of 10 on his next 10 yeah. field goal attempts. Um, he was outstanding in the third quarter. And then, Tyler, it, it felt like a game, look, you know, there's certainly a lot to clean up, but that was a game where the Rockets sort of, they melted down. And that's one of those sort of like maturing-type wins last night, I think, for the Magic, a game where you didn't necessarily have your, your A stuff Uh, But in the fourth quarter, you sort of allowed Houston. To hand you the game eight turnovers in the fourth quarter for 13 points. Um, it, it felt like a game where you improved as the game went. You ended up, I think, probably winning the game at the free throw line. That's one of the big swings there. Uh, is you shot mm-hmm. 33 field, uh, free throws, you only made 23 of them, so you left 10 points. I know they, they missed a lot of them, but that's a plus that was, 12. You know, it's a plus 12. Right. And again, you win by six points. It's hard to win games on the road, Tyler, and against a team like Houston, which feels like right now it's a little bit kind of behind. The Magic, you throw some zone out there, they weren't able to adjust. It just felt like a good sort of solid team win last night um, against a team that that's pr- probably pretty frustrated right now.
4: Yeah, I mean, the Magic have been playing some pretty, pretty, pretty basketball over this, you know, over the six-game winning streak. And then in Atlanta, they have their ups and downs throughout that game and are trailing, but then they're able to come together for a couple minutes to make, that comeback and not every game is going to be a beautifully executed game on both offense and defense. And what kind of separates good teams and bad teams and winning teams and losing teams is when it comes down to the stretch, are you able to come out with the win? That's what we talked about in the broadcast last night. This was a game for the magic that kind of they were supposed to win. They're playing the best basketball they've been playing all season. Houston is – they are crawling right now. I mean they they've been blown they've been blown out twice by the Spurs. That's the only team above them, or the 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 one team that's directly above them in the basement of the Western Conference. So this Houston team, they just look like a group of guys that's kind of just thrown together, and they're it's just five guys out there on the court, five hoopers that are playing pickup at the LA Fitness. That there's no. There's no swagger to them as a team. Now, individually, they have guys that you have guys like Kevin Porter Jr. that will yeah, go out a and shoot too five much, of Maybe nine a little to too
3: much individual swagger, I think. I mean, they, right, they don't right. pass I, the ball, Tyler. It's it, it, You're right. It, it, it's a, They seem disjointed. And, and I don't want to get too into the psyche of the Houston Rockets, but that was a team where it felt like if you just stuck in the game, they, they were going to hand you the ball game by the end of it. And I think they did.
4: Yeah, it, it, it this game really, I mean, we all know it's a game of runs, and last night was no different. There was the magic went on like two different 10-0 runs at different times, and Houston had their own. They came out of the game on a it was a 17 to uh 17 to 4 something there in that first quarter. And yeah. it was really a game of a couple of minutes that set the tone for the large majority of the halves. So, I mean, coming out, Houston, we talked in the pre-game, we talked about how this was one where the magic can come out with our foot on the gas and really put Houston away early. And it was the complete opposite. Houston came out swinging. They were four of four from deep to start the game and got out to a double-digit lead in that first quarter. And the Magic, it was like they were still going through their uh, pregame layup lines, uh, just kind of out there moseying around. So so they were able to come out hot, and that got them the lead. And then that second half, the Magic, they play a little zone. They get Kevon Harris out there on KPJ. And the whole game the whole momentum shifted to the magic they they were they were teetering cuz they didn't have the lead until most of the, most of the way through the third seven quarter seven minutes left and in they the were fourth right, quarter the fourth quarter yeah so they were right up there they they tied the game like three or four times in that second half and just couldn't get over that hump then once they finally did they grew the lead from there and i mean they 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 got not even got hot but they started to play magic basketball when they needed to that hard nose aggressive, physical, defensive-minded team that led to offensive productivity.
3: It felt like a game that a month ago, maybe even three weeks ago, you, you probably don't win. Um, no. It felt like a game – I mean, we've seen you, – you know, you – they basically shut their water off in the second half last night. I mean, they, they, mm. whether or not it was the zone, it was a team that scored 64 first half points and then 46 second half points. So in quarters yeah. three and four, the magic came out and made adjustments and were able to, and, and, and the adjustments were playing zone and they were Kevon Harris on Kevin right. Porter jr. And you did a much better job defending the three. And then, like I said, you just sort of let them, self-destruct a little bit. You had guys, uh, KJ Martin, I thought was fantastic off the bench for Houston, but you know, let's credit Cole Anthony. It seemed like a bounce back mm-hmm. effort from him. Couple rough games for Cole. I think you saw him, um, establish himself off the bench. I think the second unit, um, kind of brought that game home. And then Franz Wagner, I mean, the guy went into the game last night playing the seventh most, uh, most minutes, across the league and we weren't even sure we we're gonna see him. He was listed on the injury report as questionable right. with a rolled ankle. He starts out 0 for three and then he just goes into like superhuman mode, knocking down big shot after big shot. We'll talk about his clutch three um coming out of the second segment. But you know this guy is such a competitor and it's just it it, it feels so good when you look at the, the core of what we're building here and you got guys like Paulo and Markel and Franz, who you just know, this just, you know, what some guys see as a meaningless November or December game right before the holidays, um, which I think mm-hmm. you sort of had a sense that the other guys kind of, it didn't mean as much to the other team last night. Man, every game and every second he's on the floor means an immense amount to Franz Wagner. And that is a great guy to have at the core of what you're trying to build. That's, he's a culture building block, Tyler. Yeah.
4: And talk about culture and, and games that are being played in the middle of December or towards the end of December, close to the holiday, close to the New Year, where, um, where where guys might be mentally zoned out throughout a game. Totally, the Magic don't have that luxury. They haven't been a a winning team that they they don't have a guy who's a a seasoned NBA veteran that's has championship rings and has been uh, through it in the playoffs. They don't have those guys. All these guys have right now are you have a, a couple of rookies, a rookie and Paul Bancaro. You have Bull Bull who has hardly played any basketball before this year. You have Markel Fultz, who's fighting back from injury this year. Franz Wagner's second year guy. Mo Wagner, who hasn't played any playoff basketball. I mean, you got guys that the most they have is the next game in front of them. You know, they're you it's easier to be like, oh man, a December game when you know how the the hype and the lights that are on in the fourth quarter of a second round playoff game. And when you compare those two, you're right. They're not, they don't, they don't compare at all. But for this magic team that hasn't experienced that type of success, the game in front of them is the biggest challenge, uh, the biggest challenge ahead for them. And they stay locked in. And Franz Wagner, that bounce back effort, he, he was one of five from deep and he finished four of eight at the end of the game, including that that clutch one that I'm sure will be your uh, call of the game coming up here. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's – when you have guys like Franz that can have a rocky shooting night, and you know when it gets to the fourth quarter, the, the first three don't matter. And that kind of goes whether he's been great all night or he hasn't been great or he hasn't, he hasn't had the best night. You know he's going to show up in the fourth quarter, put those – the first part of the game aside and play the best 12 minutes basketball that he can.
3: Yeah. You play the play in front of you and it's a mentality that coach Mosley has, has preached. And and it's one of those things you got to do it game to game over the course of a season. I think the magic are doing a better job of that. You don't feel like there's a hangover from a loss in Atlanta uh, necessarily when you go out there and look, you talk about experience, Ty. I mean, we're the fourth youngest team in the league, but how about just game experience? I mean, Markel is the vet. He's in his sixth season, and he is he's going to play his one hundred and forty fourth game tomorrow night. Wow, um, that is less than two full seasons. Do the math: two it's full twenty seasons. games less than two full seasons. So, but as we know, Markel's been through a lot, uh, both injury wise right. and everything in Philadelphia, and what he is uh, now, and what he means to this team, and, and kind of the heart that he brings. And I said in the post game last night, like, make no mistake about it, he is the heart of all of this of of, of what has changed. Yes. Um, and, and, but like you said, you know, you've got a lot of guys who are sort of all paddling in the same direction right now. Franz and Paulo are your, uh, your, your building blocks, your foundational pieces. And, but I think Markel is, um, you know, the, the stir that's the, uh, the straw that stirs the drink, if nothing else. Um, you got a lot of guys right now playing roles and, and playing them well. And I think that's a very positive sign. And that, again, it Mm -hmm. was a game last night that I think very easily, could have gone in the opposite direction. So kudos to the Magic for what felt like a very professional win last yes. night in Houston. And now, again, you get 24 hours. It's a lockout day today. So we're going to rest up a little bit, and then we'll see San Antonio tomorrow night. Tis the season for sweet. Celebrate the holiday season with luxury seating, exclusive amenities, and first-class service while watching the Orlando Magic take on the Los Angeles Lakers, the Memphis Grizzlies and other teams. suites are the perfect way to toast the holidays and celebrate magic together. Book your holiday suite at orlanomagic.com slash sweets. More magic drive time when we come back right here at 96.9 The Game. I don't know about
2: you, but I feel good. Hey, athletes and sports fans. Are you ready to feel good? At the new Advent Health Training Center, every athlete can get pro-level care. We help optimize your performance to get you back in the game and extend your playing career. All from the official healthcare provider of the Orlando Magic. Find out how you can feel good and feel whole at AdventHealthTrainingCenter.com. I don't know about you, but I feel good.
5: Still purchasing your home and auto insurance the old way, the complicated way? Then you should try the simply way. With a few simple questions, Simply IOA shop your insurance with our network of top insurance companies to see how much you can save. Browse the best quotes and securely purchase your policy online or over the phone in minutes. Search Simply IOA or call 877-844-1111.
0: Simply IOA, old and auto insurance, the Simply way. When it comes to Orlando Magic Basketball, Valley Sports Florida is where you can find all the action, bringing you to the hardwood for the biggest moments.
2: He throws it down.
0: Watch as your hometown team looks to put a spell on the rest of the league. It's good. Plus, pregame with your favorite Valley Sports team before and after each game for the Magic Live pre- and post-game shows. Catch the Magic all season long on Valley Sports Florida, the Valley Sports app, and Valley Sports Plus.
3: The Orlando Magic are home for the holidays. Surprise your loved one this holiday season with tickets to the Lakers vs. Magic game on Tuesday, December 27 at Amway Center. Franz can fly it in. What back is good! It's your night, 22! Catch Paulo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and the rest of the Orlando Magic squad in action against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. It's the Lakers' only visit to Amway Center this season, so don't miss out. Reserve your seats today at OrlandoMagic.com 230 to go. A bucket here would be big. How about Franz? Straight away three is cash. Franz Wagner, he's the closer. 110-102, lead up to 8-220 to play. Big, big shot for number 22, who has been phenomenal here in the second half. Oh, it's my call of the game from last night. Franz Wagner, a big triple, putting the Magic up eight with about two minutes and some change remaining. Our call of the game brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. The Magic winners last night, Franz Wagner playing a key role in that one. And so a three and one road trip wins uh, big ones over Boston, a tough one over uh, against Atlanta on Monday night. And then you finish off that trip with a win against Houston. Now it's home for the holidays. We'll see the uh, San Antonio Spurs tomorrow night at Amway Center, seven o'clock for the tip on that one. It's Jake Chapman, Tyler Karen here with you. Magic Drive Times brought to you by International Diamond Center, exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic. And as we bring Tyler back in, let's kick it around the NBA tie a little bit. A uh, day off for the Magic, and so we will turn our direction elsewhere. Uh, we are a week removed from twelve fifteen, and that is a very magic uh, special day across the league because it is when guys who are signed over the summer are eligible to be traded. So it's kind of the official yes. beginning of trade season. And you're already starting to see the rumors float across Twitter. You and I, oh, are, yeah. um, we're always very into it. We like to listen. And then it's it's interesting because the last couple of years, Ty, you don't know this necessarily. Um, this has been the time typically where Dante and I start reading all of that stuff and start thinking about what's going to happen because, A lot of times the Magic have been very involved uh, in those trade discussions Mm -hmm. because a lot of times the Magic have been at the bottom of the standings um they're one of the hottest teams in basketball right now and so i do think we'll just start this with the magic before we start talking about other teams i think the magic obviously jeff weltman john hammond are going to be listening i think there are some guys who may be Mm -hmm. um um called about and asked about some of the guys maybe on 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 shorter term contracts we won't necessarily get into who um but it it, it, it's a little bit different this year you don't feel the need to go out and make a move and you still have guys coming back off injury and you have you know, player oh uh, lineups and combos that you want to see. So, I think it makes a, a lot of sense to to be kind of patient at least for the next couple of weeks and, and and let some guys get healthy and see what you got.
4: Yeah, I mean the the Magic kind of have some some good problems right now in a way. I mean, would they've been playing this great basketball and Mark Hell has come back and been the spark and the light of this Magic team, the DNA of this Magic team. We still have Wendell Carter Jr. that we haven't seen in a month. Uh, yes. And we, we haven't seen him play with Markel Fultz um, this season. And we still have uh Jalen Suggs who, you know, no timeline on his, you know, they, they never, they never set the dates on when to expect players to return. But I mean, we still have pieces that are coming back. And as far oh, yes. as the trades, the magic do have that. They have those pieces that other teams want, but, um, and if you are if you are the Magic, I don't. They're not in a scenario right now like some of the other teams around the league where they were supposed to be better than what they are. And it's okay. Is it time to pull the plug on this? The Magic aren't so disappointing that it's like okay, we got to do something to create some spark and some right. noise uh, for our fan base and for the team and wh- whatever it may be. The Magic are in that good spot that you want to be where everyone is confident, you know, in the team that we have and we're bought into this to this team. So as far as the Magic go, I think that they're in a good spot when it comes to the season of trades and the the ears are always open, but I don't see the Magic you know, I don't I don't know if they pull off a, a big trade right no, now, I don't, but I don't it, think it, it makes sense too. I, I think you I think you obviously listen, you always
3: do, but and the other part is this Ty, like yes, every like like there's there's good vibes right now and everybody's feeling good and you've got guys coming back and you want to see that. Just keep in mind you've got picks, you've got salary flexibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, the magic basically haven't haven't pushed in any of their chips and they've been accumulating chips. Right going back to the day they decided to trade Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon yes. and Evan Fournier. So you got a lot you got a lot of flexibility here and and you have the ability and and the luxury right now based on the way you're playing to kind of cool off and sit back and and observe and both observe your own guys cuz that's sort of the primary objective, but then also let some some other teams sort of um um, I would say spark the trade season and they'll probably be the ones that get it going. So let's talk about a few of those. Cause it's kind of interesting yeah. because every time the magic beat a team, if, if you follow up and read and follow them on Twitter or read their reports, it seems like, Oh, Magic, Magic knocked off Toronto twice. Okay, they got to trade everybody. Oh, they went in and right. Boston, and Boston twice. Now Boston's going, wait, what do we need if we can't beat the – if we can't – so, like, every time the Magic go in and beat somebody, it feels like um, it, there's an existential crisis going on in that city. So let's go – let's just kick through some of these teams. You're going to give me versus matchups, and we'll say who yes. are more likely, right, who are more likely to make a big move as trade season starts to heat up.
4: All right. So it's funny. You mentioned the Nikola Vucevic trade, because I'll I'll start with the bulls Um, and what has that trade produced for them? Well, this season it's produced a 13 and 18, record. They're 11th currently in the Eastern conference standings. Um, I have them paired against the Pacers, a team who they're they're 16 and 16 right now. They've kind of exceeded expectations of uh, NBA fans and teams around the league. And they have a, two pieces in Miles Turner and Buddy Heel that have been thrown around to just about every team and it's been you know we've heard reports it's been close to happening and then it just it, it hasn't finalized so between the Pacers and the Bulls who do you think is more desperate and more likely to uh, pull off that tra- uh, trade in this trade season. What a good question. Because
3: What is this, like a four and five seed? Because these are two teams that I think are probably very likely. Indiana doesn't have to. Indiana is kind of like Orlando in that, you know, there weren't a ton <laughs> of expectations. You've got a lot of young talent that you're really excited about um, as you look at the Pacers. But, you know, they have – they've got a few veterans that a lot of other teams are going to be very, very interested in. You mentioned them, Buddy Hill Miles Turner – um, and then you look at Chicago and like, okay, first off the magic owned their first round pick top four protected, mm-hmm. um, the polls right now, if you look, um, hold on, let me, I just had it, um, they I mean they're a game in front of the magic, but just as far as league standings go, the bulls pick right now would be the eighth pick, I believe it is. One, two, three, four, five, six, looks seven, like eight. eight. Yep. The eighth pick, which by the way, this kind of rings bells. What happened with the Bulls eighth pick? Oh, we got Franz Wagner out of that deal. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yes. look, and first off, let's just say it's been an absolute home run, the Vooch deal. Um Chicago is a mess. They get a game winner last night against another team that's kind of a mess. Atlanta, Iodesumu, uh, with a big shot. And it felt like that was a huge shot for Chicago. They needed all of that. I'm gonna say the Bulls are more likely because I think I, I when you start to talk about Zach Levine not seeing eye to eye with DeMar DeRozan, with some of the rumors that you're seeing, I'm just, you know, I don't want to get into who specifically is going to go, but I think Chicago, no matter what, needs to do something. And I think mm-hmm. Indiana. I think you can talk yourself into keeping those vets and and maybe sitting down with a Miles Turner and saying, "Look, don't you want to be a part of this? We got something special here. Right? We have some something young brilliant. talent who wouldn't want to play with Tyrese Halliburton and Benedict Matherin. I think like mm-hmm. that. would that sounds ideal to me. I realize it's Indianapolis, and I realize Miles Turner wants to be a Laker. He's been talking about it for two years. But <laughs> right. I, right. I, I think Chicago has to make a move soon. I think that's just a team that. They're, they're kind of in no man's land right now. And they tried to microwave it. They tried to
4: bring veterans together and make it work. Yes. And that often does not work, Ty. No, you can't Frankenstein together teams often right. have it be a, a successful championship caliber team. For Chicago, I think, yeah, it's they can – I think they are more likely to. Um, I, I think that Rudy Gobert broke the trade market as far as picks uh, in this offseason. So that was a big reason why the – the Pacers didn't get a deal done with like the Lakers or something was because, you know, why wouldn't they, you want these two guys, give us eight picks in the future and sure. They're all yours. And we'll take Russell Westbrook's bad contract. So yeah, no, I think the bulls, it might be a chance to play some catch up for them from everything that they've given away in the, in the Vucevic deal and whatnot, get some picks back in. You have some other big name guys. Alex Caruso has been in the mix. So maybe you can send out a, a Zach Levine, and, you know, maybe Alex Caruso and try to get some of that draft capital back. All right, For our more. Next we got to go one, quickly, quickly here. Yeah. N- next one here. Let's go with let's go with the Lakers and the Warriors, two teams that the Warriors, I mean, heavily underperforming this year, 15 and 18. They're 11th in uh, 11th in the West right now. They lost. They It was a record night in Brooklyn versus the Warriors last night. Brooklyn scores 91 points. This Warriors team is kind of a mess. They have some young pieces. They're kind of trying to play the two timelines with Steph Curry and their young guys. Then you have LeBron and the Lakers on the other side who just can't seem to get anything really going this year. And they've been a big piece in uh, trade discussions and offseason and through the first part of this season.
3: I got to go. I got to go Lakers. The Warriors have what they need. And we, we know that they don't have Steph Curry right now, but the, the Warriors, I think, have have reason to be patient, nor do I think they have a whole bunch of, of, of options. I would not part right. with the young players. If I'm golden state, you're pouring into their development. They mean more to you and your future than they would to other teams because other teams aren't probably necessarily blown away by the, but what they've seen from the young players. So if I'm golden state, I look, I I'm hitching my wagons. The future is Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody. And, and you need those guys and Jordan pool. And you need those guys to uh to to carry on you don't need them this year you can win a championship with what you have we saw that last right. year maybe a small move in a tweak whereas the Lakers I mean look I, I think if you can if you have a Anthony Davis healthy you have a shot yep. I, I think LeBron and a healthy AD is good enough to give you a shot this year what what you don't have a shot with is everything else going on maybe even you keep yeah. Russ and you make a small move but the Lakers need to make a move they need to add shooting no matter what Ty, we got to go. That was a great segment. Sometimes I wish we had an hour to dive into that. stuff, But I appreciate you. Good job. Tyler and I will be back tomorrow with Brandon Kravitz at home. Magic taking on the San Antonio Spurs. 6.30 with the pregame show. And we'll have Magic Drive time tomorrow night as well. We'll talk to you then.
5: Enjoy Magic Basketball in style with the legendary suite experience. Offering an unparalleled combination of privacy and comfort, suites are the perfect way to enjoy the game together. With great views of Amway Center, luxury seating, and first-class service, you can experience Magic Basketball in a whole new way. Suites are available on a game-by-game basis, so reserve one for an upcoming game today at orlandomagic.com slash suites.